predica verbum, preach the word. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Just as yesterday we were given a portrait of St. Peter Julian, a kind of iconic depiction of His Holiness in the Propers of the Mass, so today are we given a portrait of St. Dominic, St. Dominic who is dear to us for many reasons, dear to Brother Lucas, because St. Dominic is one of the glories of Catholic Spain, dear to all of us because when St. Dominic's mother was pregnant with him, she vowed the little child in her womb to the Holy Benedictine Abbot, Santo Domingo of Silos. And so, uh, for this reason, uh, from the womb, Saint Dominic uh, was placed in some way uh, in the Benedictine family, at least under the protection of a Benedictine saint. Providentially, it was St. Thomas Aquinas, who benefited, I think, by a curious transmission of grace through St. Dominic when he was sent to Monte Cassino and there became, as a little oblate, uh, son of St. Benedict. And the whole Mass speaks to us of the holiness of St. Dominic what is typical of His Holiness? What makes it shine with a particular glory? Beginning, of course, with the introit. The introit uh, for Saint Dominic tells us that he meditated the wisdom of the Word of God. He repeated it. This, of course, is the meaning of the word meditate in, in, in Biblical Latin, in patristic Latin. It is to repeat over and over again until, by dint of repetition, the word that enters through the ear and lodges itself in the mind descends, descends slowly into the heart the heart alone being capable of tasting the word. And this was the particular grace of Saint Dominic. It was to so taste the word that he became capable of communicating to souls by his preaching what he tasted. The Collect given us for St. Dominic is, is remarkable in that already we see something of the clarity and balance of St. Thomas in the Collect of St. Dominic because it speaks uh, at once of the temporalia and the spiritual. We ask for temporal graces, that is, for all the things that our bodies need, that our bodies need. This is uh, 
characteristic of the Roman rite, that it never gives short shrift to the body, but rather uh, honors the whole sacramental economy by which uh, the word becoming flesh continues in the sacraments of the church, um, uh, the healing, the making whole, the restoration, he continues to repair us, body and soul. And of course, the ultimate healing or reparation of the body is the resurrection. So all of this is, is in some way at least, at least uh, contained in the collect as in a kind of kernel. And we ask also for spiritual graces. What are these spiritual graces? It seems to me that on this Feast of St. Dominic we are asking, first of all, for an increase of the three theological virtues, faith, hope, and charity, by which we are bound directly to God. And we ask for the seven gifts of the Holy Ghost. And we ask for the twelve fruits of the Holy Ghost. This is all of what is implied in the colic when we ask for gifts spiritual. And then, as we, we uh, continue through the Mass, we come to this Alleluia verse. It's not the Alleluia verse that goes with the rest of the proffers of the Mass. You notice that. You had to go to another page to find it, which means that this Alleluia verse was chosen especially to tell us something about St. Dominic. And, and that immediately should make us say, oh, it's not the Alleluia that's part of this set of proffers, but this is a special one. And what is it? The just shall spring up as the lily and flourish forever before the Lord. The lily. St. Dominic was known for his, for two things in his lifetime, for his chastity and his joy. And that's, that's the lily, you see. Uh, the lily signifies chastity, by reason of its virginal whiteness, and the lily by its fragrance makes one happy. And so chastity and joy are characteristic of St. Dominic. And again referring to St. Dominic's most illustrious son, St. Thomas, St. Thomas tells us in so many words that virtue is what makes a man happy. That we're created for happiness. We're created for virtue. Virtue makes a man happy. And vice always makes a man miserable. So on this feast of Saint Dominic, what we're given to see in the Alleluia verse is that the chaste man will be joyful. And the joyful man necessarily is chaste. Whereas the unchaste man will be miserable. And the miserable man always is unchaste. It's a very interesting insight here. Uh, we're called to um, both um, the, uh, well, to the joy of chastity uh, that shines and that emits a sweet fragrance in the church. And this is why St. Benedict in chapter 4 of the Holy Bull tells us 
castitate mamare, but to love chastity. So that's that's in the, the Alleluia. Just two little things about the secret of the Mass and the post-communion. The secret asks very specifically, in the punchline of the prayer, asks very specifically that the gifts, the holy gifts being set aside, proficiant ad medelam, be, benefit us, uh, be for our healing, our healing. And this um, intuition that's presented in the secret of the Mass is one that St. Thomas develops, doesn't he? Uh, that the holy mysteries are given us unto healing. It's a beautiful thing, that little phrase in the secret, ad me dela, unto our healing. That's the first thing. And if we look at the post-communion, it's very descriptive. In the post-communion, we're going to say, grant we beseech the Almighty God that we who are, and this is where this very descriptive Latin phrase comes in, ut qui peccatorum nostrorum pondere premimur, that we who are weighed down by the, the, the crushing burden, the heavy burden of our sins. It's a very apt description of what sin does to a man. Weighs him down so that he cannot stand up straight and lift his eyes to heaven. But he becomes in some way turned in on himself in a kind of downward caricature of the human person created in the image and likeness of God. So that's the first thing there. And then the collect asks that we may be sublevemur, that we may be relieved. Sublevemur implies that the burden is taken off our shoulders, put aside. And free of the burden, we're able to stand up straight and gaze into the glory of God that shines on the face of his Christ, as St. Paul says in Second. Corinthians 4. So all of that is contained in, in this Mass of uh, our friend, uh, St. Dominic. I am mindful today also that it is uh, the birthday of uh, our very dear friend Giovanni, that Holy Mass is offered for Giovanni and for his intentions. I am mindful also, Dom Elijah, of all our Dominican friends. Um, the history of the monastery from its beginning has been blessed with the friendship of so many sons of St. Dominic, uh, beginning with um, a priest who, who helped me immensely when I was 19 years old, and many, many decades later helped Brother Chrysostom. Uh, so we think of him and of all the sons of St. Dominic who have through time been friends of our monastery. And for all of them, we ask St. Dominic to intercede. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.